Welcome to the Dag Hilled Mills Podcast. May you be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching and down-to-earth teaching by Dag Hilled Mills. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. God bless you. Enjoy the message. Father, we are so excited to be here this morning, this afternoon. Guide us by your mighty Holy Spirit. Thank you for speaking to us in a special way. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to be here today? Beautiful. I believe that God is blessing us. We bring you greetings from Abidjan. We had a powerful crusade. God helped us. Amen. Turn to Psalm 68. I want us to pray a little. So, Psalm 68 and verse 19, it says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Amen. How often does God load you loading? Have you heard the word load? Throughout 2020, you'll be loaded. What does it mean when they say somebody's loaded? This guy is loaded. Not knowing that God has loaded you already. And he's loading you daily with benefits. Now, you know, when you work somewhere, sometimes the benefits are better than the salary. Because since I began to work for the Lord, the benefits... Are more than the sal- is more than the salary. Even the type of people that I um, I work with, I prefer to work with those people than the people I was working when I was working at Kolibu. You know, I used to work at Kolibu. Yes, I had a lot of people there: nurses, doctors, all kinds of characters. <laughs> What a benefit. At least the people that I'm with, they also believe the same things. They also like God. And it's a blessing to be with such people. My my secretaries are medical doctors, lawyers, most people's secretaries, they went to government secretariat. They couldn't 
go far. Huh? Yes. People who serve me are, some have got master's degrees, some used to work at Wall Street. All kinds of high level people. They are benefits. And God is saying that He loads us with benefits daily. Do you believe? The prophecy you believe is the one that is going to come to pass. He loads us daily with benefits. Whatever benefit is destined for you, you are going to receive it. Now, sometimes you go and work somewhere. The car, if you were to buy a car, you see that your salary to take a long time before you can buy a car. Is it not true? But those are things that people call benefits. Some people have even entertainment allowance. Yes, they have money to entertain visitors. One brother told me he was traveling. He used to work for a company in Europe. He said, they've given me a card. I should eat and drink till I'm full. Anywhere I go. This apart from his salary. The card is, should pay for everything. But I see, if you were the one paying, you see that you've carried Gary and she taught where you are going. Yes. You see that you carried your own Gary. Yeah. And your own stew. One time I saw a brother. He didn't have such benefits. So I asked how is he able to. He said when he gets to the hotel. He takes the hotel iron. The iron for ironing. And turns it upside down. And uses it as a heater to heat his stew that he has brought so that he doesn't have to go down to go and spend money, dollars. So he, he heats his stew in the room with the iron. Do you understand the message? <laughs> so you, sometimes you don't know the benefits till the benefit is taken away then your life changes drastically. Yeah. One time a rebellious brother was working for us. And I said, okay, go. That is when he went to find somewhere to stay. First of all, he saw the cost of accommodation the type of accommodation and even the type of office. I don't know if you have ever been to government office before. Hmm. You see that you cannot find anything. So there are many benefits. And today, God is going to load you. Load. 
I like the word load because I've not seen it before in the Bible. Load. You'll be loaded. Loaded with benefits that change your life. Yes. We are in a sea of beloveds. Yes. If you like, don't come to church. You see that you won't see any potential beloved again. Don't, okay, don't come. You don't come. Stay in the house. Let us see whether you will find any potential beloved again in your life. There's a sea of potential beloveds. That is an an unspoken benefit of the Lord. Stand to your feet, everybody. Whatever benefits are due you, lift your hand and begin to thank God who is daily loading you with benefits. Father, we command and declare, receive and thank you for daily loadings, loadings of benefits, loadings of unspoken benefits, hidden benefits. Yes. Benefits of serving you. Benefits of our salvation. Yes, Lord. God of our salvation. Every day of 2020, every day of 2020, will be a year, a day of Matono <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Listen, I think maybe you don't understand the benefits of the Lord. You know, since I started serving the Lord, he has made me to see many places that I wouldn't have seen. It is not my aim to see places, but I just keep seeing places that I haven't seen before. And it's a, it's a, it, that's what people pay their whole life. They work and they pay to go and look at Victoria Falls. But I've had a crusade at Victoria Falls, so I've seen Victoria Falls. People work their whole life to go and see Niagara Falls, but I've been to Niagara Falls for camp meetings a few months ago. We are about to have a camp in Alaska, first lap, the first lap church camp. I mean, I've only seen it on the television. There are benefits. Yes. I've eaten Malaysian food, Chinese food, Indonesian food, Japanese food, Korean food, Singaporean food, Indian food. Have you eaten Indian food in India before? I've eaten Indian food in India. It's not a small food, I tell you. Trust me. (laughs) I see many benefits coming to your life. But you see, benefits are not said openly, but they start happening in your life. All kinds of benefits. For instance, people, pastors, especially in Europe and America, who have been faithful in the church, one of the benefits that has happened to them is that their children have become good children. Because, because today, I mean like homosexuality and all the evils that are in the world. I mean, (laughs) what happens to young people, eh? by the time they are 21, 23, the things they have done and that have been done to them, you can't even imagine. But it was a non-advertised benefit. Those pastors who have stayed faithful, their children have grown up 
Many of them are first love church or about to come to first love church and they are solid. And, and instead of becoming drunkards, smokers, atheists, because that was, that is, that has been one of the most amazing benefits of just being in the church. So I think God has things that we don't even know are benefits. And he's saying that this year is going to load you. Father, I receive the loadings of the benefits. Non-advertised benefits. It's not been advertised, but it's a benefit. Lift your hand and thank God for loading you this year with yes. benefits and spoken. <speaking in Spanish> Ye kaporo moki safa, rada biya kota la mani kempera devinia, la mana domo no kose, livra kiosta falamia, mantono mokosa, biya paradi osmo, velemringa, la tuzma migelema, rama vigalo mokose veladiende, mende kidamlo, melekiya venesisto paramia, raba biya daba koska pandaba, malatene me viando, biya pakusta falimo, rene me kisto paramia, malatene. Cavalu, Rajoni Cavalu, Madegeve Castola, Madele Kisakapalamea, Madeleve Castombre, Ia Parami Contali, Mentre di Castro, Menti Campalimo, Mentoke Velima, Mantoke Velizo, Mentre de Vlianda, Laston Fedregine, Mentembre Gavila, Lipa Palacadano, Messene Vemina. Remene Pentamu, Men Benedismo, Rabanicando Levenina, Las Mopoconica, Las Mopoconica Ninca, Man Paradicos Mave, Micovia Deli, Mele Cristo Mala, Mandolive Meleston Paradis, Le Peredios. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 23, verse 6. It says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Throughout 2020, when you open the door, goodness, you, you, when you open the door, hey, goodness hey, and mercy has come. Hey. Not knowing that he's been following hey. you all the way to the house. Mm. Throughout 2020, yes. when you open the door, when you open the windows, when you open your heart, goodness and mercies are going to come. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy you are going to experience. Huh? Lift your hand and thank God for oh, goodness and mercies following and you. Mercies. Practically. 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 
Les sorabakialos, les 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 a man who is following you everywhere to try to sleep with you is it a goodness and mercy that is following you or Never. wickedness and darkness that is following you. Wickedness and darkness. Anything that represents Prophesy. wickedness that Prophesy. is following you, hey. we cut it off right now in the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Begin to bind he anything following you to destroy you, following you to harm you, following you to undo you, following you to, to, to destroy your very life. any negative following you, any evil man that is following you, any evil woman that is following you, that is not goodness and mercy, in the name of Jesus, we curse it, we block it, we undo it, in the name of Jesus, any spell that is following you, any person, any friend that is following you, Something following you is not a good friend, it's not a good thing, it's not a good person, it's not a goodness and mercy, it does not represent goodness and mercy. In the name of Jesus, we block it, we bind it, we reject it. 
We cast it. This year, only goodness, only mercies, only goodness and mercies shall follow me all the days, every day, all the days, every day, daily, daily, loading with benefit, daily, goodness and mercy, daily, benefit of the Lord, daily, goodness and mercy, daily, Maramada, 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 Matikala, Merida, Dolara, Mikele, Puri, Shada, Rembe, Tila, Rembe, Kitola, Mara, Lift your hands up. Goodness and mercy are now what is following you. Only a good thing, only a good person, only a merciful person, only a good thing is following you from today. Goodness and mercy are following you. When you open your door, it will be goodness and mercy. When you open your car door, it will be goodness and mercy. When you open your window, it will be goodness and mercy. When you open your heart, it will be goodness and mercy. Following you, coming away. This is the word of the Lord. Anything that is contrary, that does not represent the goodness and mercies of God, we cast it, we cut it off, we reject it, we bind it, we block it in the name of Jesus. Every failure, every backsliding, every evil thing, every wicked personality, every unreasonable person following me, harassing me, I reject it. Every plague following me, every spell, goodness and mercy, 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 lift your hand and thank him, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, shall follow me every day, every day of 2020, and throughout to come. The days and the years to come. Yes. Goodness and mercy, I declare. Yes. Anything you are not goodness and mercy, go back in the name of Jesus. Go back in the name of Jesus. Every news that is following me, that is not good news. That is not merciful news. I reject bad news. I reject evil tidings. I reject bad news from afar that is following me. Every messenger coming my way with the bad tidings, I reject it. Every bad news coming to me, I refuse. 
confuse it in the name of Jesus. Makatomala, Rimatabala, Metakabolaka, every text messenger, WhatsApp message, phone call, following me repeatedly, coming my way. Matokala, that is not good news. That is not a good thing. I block it now. I reject anything. Matokala, Maloba, Shibaka, Domatika, Mika, 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 Thank you, Lord Ebokoshe. Every girlfriend or boyfriend hey. that has not been ordained by God, hey. following you, prophesy, following you, his end has come. Her end has come. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Sit name. down for a moment, please. Proverbs chapter 4. This year. Is ordained for verse 18 for your life to change levels. Amen. The path of the just is as the shining light. This is how your life is. Are you are you justified by the blood of Jesus? So you are just. Okay, the path of the just is ordained to go in a particular way. Look at the way it shines more and more, not less and less, not more and less. Somebody said more or less. It's not more or less. It's more and more. Don't say more or less or more and less. So every aspect of your life. It's going to shine more and more. Starting from your spiritual life. It's going to be shining more, not less. Not less. Not anything that wants to make you shine less is not from God. Yes. And you must not allow it. Because this is the word of the Lord. And that's what we are going to pray that this year you will shine more than last year. How many believe you are going to shine more than last year? Spiritually. Anything about you is going to be more shining. Hallelujah. Shine more and more. So you are going to go higher, not lower. Yes, your anointing levels are going to go higher. Your knowledge of the word is going to go higher. Yes, this is God's plan for you, not less and less, not up and down. You are shining more. Now, all girls are going to become more beautiful this year. Physically too, you will be shining more. Yes. You know, God is making you beautiful. More beautiful than you were last year. Watch, you take a picture by the end of this year. And you compare with 2019 picture. And you only conclude that in 2019, you were an ugly duckling. But in 2020... 
you have shined more beautifully. If you believe it, let me hear your loudest amen. Yes. You see your past photographs before shining and after shining. All brothers are going to become more handsome. Yes. Shorter brothers will grow taller. Those who are too tall will come down a little. <laughs> Whatever is about you that is not nice or shining well, it will shine very nicely. Because the path of the just is ordained that there should always be improvement. Amen. Receive that improvement. Anybody listening or watching, receive improvement. You are shining more and more. Your pocket, your finances is going to change levels. This year is ordained for a change of levels. What seemed to be a lot last year is going to be a small amount for you this year. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. Behold, we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. You see, you are going from glory to glory. In other words, from level to level. Your level is changing this year. So, I don't know what level your money is at. You know, some, some of us, the, all our money in the world is 20 CDs. Yes. All our money in the world is 20 CDs. Even 20 is a lot. Yes. Some have only 20 pesos. Like everything you have, it's your clothes. And one city. That's your wealth. But I prophesy. Listen to the word of the Lord. You are going from level to level in 2020. Yes. There are levels. I said there are levels. And according to your faith. Faith is wild. If you believe you see many things you can't even see. Things people don't, people don't have faith. They don't see certain things. Yeah. They just don't see them. Yeah. If you have faith, you see things. Things you never thought you would see. Yes. You see Japan. You never thought you would see Japan. Yes. This year, our, our church in the our first love church in the UK, they are having a camp in a place called Normandy. Yeah. Where the D-Day invasion cared. That's where they are going for them. You see things you never thought you'd see. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Benefits. Glory to glory. Your life will be nicer this year. 
according to the word of the Lord. So, whatever represents a demotion, it is cursed in your life today. Whatever represents a lowering, how many will agree with me? We stand together and we reject anything that is lowering you. Anything that is lowering you. We refuse it in the name of Jesus. And we pray against it. Because the scripture we are seeing says that our path will shine brighter and brighter. Not brighter and then less brighter. And I want you to have faith with me today. Eh? Whatever is coming in your direction. Whatever has targeted you to say you are, you are going down this year. We block it in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Lift up your hand and begin to intercede against lowering agents, demotional agents, agents that reduce, reductive agents of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ.
from glory to glory from glory to glory lift your hands from glory to glory, from level to level, from level to level. Thank God right now, you are going from glory to glory, from high level to the next higher level. You are not going down. This year, you are not going down. I prophesy, I break every prediction of Satan over your life that you are going down this year. I say you are going up this year. You are going higher this year. You are going better this year. In the name of Jesus. I'm not going down. 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 Declare, I am not going down. Declare it, I am not going down. Declare it, Satan. Listen carefully. I am not going down. 
Now, one day I saw, you know, the animal that is closest to a dragon is a crocodile. Do you see? It looks most like a crocodile, uh, most like a dragon. Dragons are just a little, a little off the ground, but it's just like that. Now, the way it works is that when the antelopes, big antelopes, a big antelope like you, comes to drink water coolly, then it is lying in the water as though, you see, you will never see the crocodile swimming or something is moving. It's just like a log. And it's as if they are asleep, then they can open their mouth uh, and sleep like that. Now the crocodile, you'll be drinking. Then suddenly, the calm water, and he'll hold the antelope. And the crocodile today don't chew their food. They can't chew. So they shake you until you divide into two. Then half of your body, they lift you and throw you in the air like, ah, and you swallow. You will not be swallowed this year in Jesus' name. So whatever represents a demonic hey, surprise, hey. and something you are not expecting hey. from anywhere, Cocoa vinegar. to come and suddenly hey. pick you out, hey. Today, Today, we are binding. Begin to bind any crocodile spirit, dragonfly spirit coming to take you out. We bind demonic surprises. We bind devilish surprises. We bind demonic attacks, spiritual attacks, unexpected attacks, unforeseen, unforeseen attacks, attack we didn't anticipate, wickedness we never thought about. Sudden, 
We fight it in the spirit realm. We block it in the spirit realm. We come against it in the spirit realm. Every abrupt and sudden attack. Hey, shadow for February, shadow for March, shadow for April, shadow for May, Matakuloreka, shadow for June, Matai La Roma Daba, Eva Kasoka, Telo Makata, every shadow attack for July, August. September, Matakabore, Malo Malakata, every wickedness that is prepared and planned to arrive suddenly in August, Makata in September, Matola Kaba, Ebaraba before my birthday, Aboka Balabalabala, Tomale Bakamalo Balaba, in October, Balo Kalama Kabariana, every demonic program, demonic programming against my soul, against my life, I find it now. Pray, everybody, pray again. Against, against wickedness coming your way, Matala Kala, Tori Malabashadala, Rita Lema Kobaya, Yepa Kalova Kabasa, Metaliba, Mika Toba, Idemo Tabayoba, Ilebe Tabo Kabaya, Lipa Shipa, Ulai Paribola Makola, Maria Tasapola, Malela, 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 December, Madoba, November, December, January, attacks, Atepaka, Mokalaba, Mikapa, Mora, Madama, Amputation of legs and arms in Matoka Parabola, Matalaba Kobaraba, sudden temptation, Amotabala Bakumalada, wickedness, Abanoma Katabalada, falling into sin, Matabaribo Kapalada, Evanabasho Balaba, financial misfortune, Matabaroma Katiba, Mele Balaba, sudden divorce, Matobariba Kibolobo, Abalaba, family, family crisis, Matobalaba Kabara, unexpected disasters, Matobala earthquakes. Tsunamis, Abokatawa, we blocked them fire, Abba flooding, Motali Pariba Kibolobo, demonic works, Matoma Rabba Shiva Rabba. Lift your hands. Thank God, shining. Thank God you are shining more. I'm shining. This year, you are shown, but you are going to shine. This year, you are shining. More and more, 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 in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge 
and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it, it shall not come nigh thee, means you will be exempted. A thousand shall what? Four. Ten thousand falling. And you are still standing. No matter the level of mass demotion that is coming in the system, you will be exempted by the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you glad that God is exempting you from evil? Now, this is the master key. Verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. So there's a reason for your exemption. Wow. Yes. Because he has set his love on me. This year we are going to love God. When the Bible says all things work together for good, you must believe it. Because it's a promise for those who love God. That's why I I tell you, love God himself. Thank God for all the friendships we have. eh? That is God that you must set your heart on. Thank God for all the things you are learning and doing. But you must love the Lord. You must. All things work together for good to them that love God. Yes. Because he has set his love on me. I will deliver him. And because you love God, all things will work together for good. It's like James Bond. We know that at the end of the film, he will be alive. Because he's the star. So sometimes I'm watching a film and I become afraid for the person, but I remember that he's the star. So the blue man never dies. Is it not true? A person who loves God never dies. You always come out on top. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Any string that is connected to your foot trying to pull you down I cut it off now in Jesus' name. Because he has set his love on me, I will deliver him. And the opposite is going to happen. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Hallelujah. He shall call upon me. Are you ready to call upon him? And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. He didn't say there will be no trouble. How many have seen trouble? Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. There's a song like that, I think. He didn't say there will be no trouble. I've seen so many troubles in my life. Many things. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yes. Anyone who has thrown you into a den of lions will come tomorrow morning to find you well and alive. He says, I will deliver him and honor him. 
and with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Let us stand and pray finally for divine exemption from things that are in the system. Poverty, wickedness, temptations, exemption. Just pray in this few seconds as we close Jesus. this prayer time. Thank you for divine exemption. Divine exemption. Exemption from evil. Exemption from evil. Exemption from evil. Exemption from evil. Akuto fere di bolomo sandala mama Mojavri Christopher pa ikolomo imoneke velikamonde nembrinda valasto merende le zimbro govambro beleniga latula mambele zondere brigeste la vianda andola mami kondeleme le remene via mokose likapara mi andene enjombre venemiato lokavara di Jesu dambe ikosmo feria nirama sari endomoko and Jeriana Velenigastore de Bianda la Mayanda, and then Vembalua in Talima, Ramadia Mosanda, Mandola Moko, Exemption. Exemption. Exemption from evil. Exemption from wickedness. Exemption. Psalm 68, verse 6, as we close. This year, how many believe God you will get married this year? Every marital spell is broken over your life. Amen. 
It says God sets the solitary in families and brings out those which are bound with chains. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. This year you will not stay in a dry land. Amen. Yes. You will not stay in a dry land with no food, no warmth, no comfort. In the name of Jesus. How many want to be one of the rebellious who are in a dry land? How many want God to place you into a family? What a beautiful thing. Lift your hand and thank God for this wonderful, the spell, the yoke of dwelling in a dry land alone. Thank you. Is broken in the name of Jesus. Just thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, we thank you for answering our prayers yes. today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you thanks. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, God is going to bless us with great church growth this year. The people that are important for your life are among the five to 10,000 more people that are joining us this year. How many believe that somebody who is important for your life is going to be among the people that God is going to bring. Amen. And we are going to work very hard as a church to bring in the harvest. Accra is deceptive. 
in, in the way it looks. It's like we don't need even more churches. It's very, very deceptive. There are more people and more churches are needed and more of God's word is needed. There is no hope except we hope in God. Is it not true? Now in Ghana, we have election every four years. So gradually, our confidence and faith in the possibility of much change is growing to near to zero. Is it not true? Yes. That anything can change by even if an, a Ghanaian angel comes to stand for election, we are not sure whether this angel can do much. There is not much hope in all these things. So our hope is in God. So we must get closer to God and serve him with all our hearts. And I want to encourage everybody, no matter the work you are doing, I need you to really dedicate yourself as your primary work is to work for God this year. Don't be satisfied. If you want a church where they're just going to say, you are blessed, receive this, receive this, receive this. No. You have to choose a new church. Here it's not like that. Here we are trying to work for the Lord. And as we do, God is going to bless. What is the work of God? The work of God is to win souls and to establish them in Christ. That's how we show our love for God. When Jesus rose from the dead, which is one of the reasons why we know that he rose from the dead, Jesus said to Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Okay, if you love me, do this. Feed my sheep. Because how will you show your love to Jesus? Huh? How will you show your love to Jesus? Will you have sex with him? Will you kiss him? Will you buy him a present? There's nothing you can do for him. So, loving God is not having a feeling. It's about doing what he says is love to him. And you have to accept it. He says, if you love me, feed my sheep. And his sheep are his people. So, many of us this year have to rise up and become good feeders of God's people. Now, Hebrews chapter 5, the last verses there, so it says that when the time came when you ought to be a teacher, you have need that somebody teach you. Hmm? When the time has come, when you ought to be a teacher. Some of you have been taught the whole of 2019. It's, it's okay. Huh? More than 50 sermons. Nelly, you have to teach somebody. All right? You've been taught. Uh, what again do you want to learn? Are you with me? Yes. So, it is time for you to be a teacher of the word. 
I want everybody to become someone who ministers the word. Thank God for everything else that you do. But this year, I want you to be a minister of the word. I want you to join in camps when we have camps. No one should be above coming to a camp. And I want you to join in helping to show Jesus that you love him by feeding his sheep, by becoming a shepherd. Show Jesus that you love him. Then you can quote Romans 8.28 when you are in trouble. When you are in trouble, you can say, all things work together for good for those who love God. And say, I love you because I've been feeding your sheep. Not that I'm saying it with my mouth. That's what you told me to do. That's how I show that I love you. Help to look after the people of God rather than just coming to be looked after. How long will you be looked after? Yes. So, do that so that you can quote, because he has set his love on me, I will deliver him in time of trouble. There's nothing like life without trouble. When my father, when my father-in-law was, was, before he died, one of the things he said, he said, there's no trouble I've not seen in this world. And that's how the older you live, the longer you live, the more things you see. So like me, the things that I've seen, there are more than I had seen before. The longer I live. Amazing. So I'm just encouraging everybody so that in the time of difficulty, you can call on the Lord and say, Lord, I love you. How do you love me? What is the proof of your love for me? That's why I say to people who are so quiet, you don't talk, you don't speak. You know, the person you don't speak to is the person you don't love. It's true. The person you don't speak to is the person you don't love. And the person you speak to is the person you love. That's a, that's a reality. If you speak to somebody all the time, that's the person you are fond of or you like. The person you don't talk to is the person you don't love. Oh, I'm the quiet type. When I go home, I'm the quiet type. And I'm... <laughs> but when you are outside, you are talking, talking, talking. Everybody finds you a very cheerful, nice person, but at home you are a statue of liberty. You speak not, you talk not. Yes. The person you talk to is the person you love. If you talk to God, you love God. You don't talk to God, you don't love God. Yes. So this year is about showing God that you love him by the method he has shown you. Feed my sheep. Look after my people for me. It's so important to Jesus. By the way, you have to be careful with people that people love. eh? You know, when you see somebody that someone loves and you go harming the person, you'll be surprised what can happen to you. It's true. There are many films based on that. There are, I mean, many films based on touching somebody that somebody loves. There are many films. Taken is one of those films. 
leave my daughter for me. I have skills that you don't know about. Special set of skills. Have you watched Taken? It's an important film to watch for a shepherd. Before we have the next camp, every shepherd must watch that film, Taken. That is the attitude of a shepherd. That you use a special set of skills to get back your child from a wolf. Yes. Are you listening? So I want you to develop a shepherd's heart. That's how to love God is to love what he loves. And he seems to really love his people. He seems to really love the people he's died for. And if you listen to me and you follow what I'm saying, all the young men in this church will become great men of God. I'm telling you, all the men, all who are here will become great men of God. I didn't say you become a great businessman or a great uh, iron rods dealer or a great furniture seller. I said you become a great man of God. Would you like to be a great man of God? Yes, yes. Yes, you will. You will be. You will become. You will become. Amen. And all the sisters will become daughters of destiny. And the book Daughter of Destiny is about Catherine Kuhlman. She was a daughter of destiny, a special woman. Catherine Kumar often said, I have no gifts. I was born without hair. She always says she was born even without hair. It shows how empty she was. She had nothing. No gift. Nothing. She can't do anything. But God used her. Very, very powerfully. She had faults. She went to marry somebody's husband. So many problems. But God used her. Amen. So this year, you know, everybody here Rise up and have a noble goal. You can't go and work at the bank and say, my vision in this bank is to be the cleaner. No. You come to the bank and say, my vision is to be the bank manager or to be the MD or something big. I don't want you to sit in this church and have a small vision. So, oh, as for me, I just want to be in the choir. Oh, as for me, I just want to be a doorman. No, it's, it's nice. I have done all those things before. Can you imagine me in the choir? <laughs> Actually, it's one of the few things I haven't done before. <laughs> I've organized a choir, but not myself being a chorist. Yes. I've been a choir director before. Instrumentalist. Yes. I'm still part of the choir. Okay. okay. Then in that sense, I have been. I thought I meant singing like to the left and then to the right. This year is your year of nobility. You'll be a noble Christian. Yes. All those of you who think, also, me, I'm just a fornicator. I just come sometimes. No, no, no. This year you'll be a noble Christian. A man of dignity. A woman of honor. Yes. That's your destiny. Even your parents are going to be surprised at you this year. They're going to be surprised. They'll start calling you pastor. And your parents will call you for marriage counseling. That, that's to counsel your parents. They will be calling you to counsel them. Receive it. Receive it. Yeah. And you'll be counseling them. 
you just tell them a scripture and then they will ask you, oh, how, why do you how do you get all these things and it's just a scripture that you are quoting hallelujah so show God this year how much you love him love God I'm telling you love God love God love God with all your heart and how do you love God you love God by rise and I'm telling you you know if let's say you are smoking you want to stop smoking every day you say today I won't smoke today I won't smoke it's very difficult you will smoke but if you get up and start loving God what will happen is that you've forgotten to smoke Yes, that's how it happens. You see that you've forgotten to smoke. And because you are being more filled with the Holy Spirit, there's some power in you that makes those things less attractive. It's because of doing nothing that evil things catch you. Yes. Because you are full of life and energy as a young person. And the life you have, the energy you have, is so much that almost anything that comes your way, you just flow in it. Yes, every, almost every bad thing. So when you give yourself to good things, you see that the bad things start dropping. Amazing. Amazing. So this year is your year of becoming a dignified, noble. Yeah, no, nobody will find you watching pornography or not. Even you, people will know. So I don't even need a password for my phone because there's no. Those of you who Google with secret websites and secret. Windows that you use where nobody can see you send messages which disappear after 10 seconds and those type of things. Yes. With secret googling segments of your phones. Yes. Private whatever. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The phone eh, has become the greatest door to demons for many people. 60% of all internet activity is pornography. 60%. It's not sending emails or anything. 60 plus percent is only pornography. So the phone has become a door to evil. A door to evil spirits for many, many people. So, spending your time with God, you are going to change. Your life is changing. Yes. You'll be a young person with a difference. Yes. Instead of coming to tell us how many boyfriends or girlfriends you've had, you'll be telling us how you are a virgin. A genuine virgin, not a leopard virgin. Are you listening to my message? Yes. And your weddings are not going to spoil your work for the Lord. You have the weddings, but you will still be working for the Lord. Your pregnancies and your new children are not going to take you away from the work of the Lord. You have the children, they will all be here. Plenty. Soon the babies will be, you see that as we are here, Half of the church has babies more. Yes. First love babies. And we need to start producing them because time is going by. We need, we need more of the babies. Because 
it's going to take about 16 years before they will be 16 years old. Do you understand? And I mean, 16 years time is like, I'll be 70 something years old. And before I will see these children growing, I need to see them active in the work of the Lord. So you need to marry this year. The spell against your marriage is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me? How many years will it take for the children to be 16 years old? 16 years. That's a long time. (laughs) Huh? Yes. (laughs) It's beautiful. Your life is going to be very nice this year in Jesus' name. You are going to shine more and more and more and more and more and more to the full day. Anybody who looks down on you eh, this year, all your mockers, eh, all your mockers, their mouth will be filled with stones. stones. Uh, uh. And the, the, your mockers, do you know what are your mockers? People who mock you. People who make funny comments about you. All your mockers, their mouth will be filled with stones this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. And you see that God has loved you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. So please, uh, we are going to start our swollen Sundays and tidal wave Sundays. Do you know tidal waves? It comes in between swollings. We have a tidal wave and then we have swollen. Swollen is when we drown, but tidal we, we, are, we are able to manage. Yes. And that hall outside, we are building. We are building different halls. So we are not only using here for church. We use here, there, there, there. And we are expecting at least 10,000 more people. You see, because we are aiming for 25,000. Yes. Which includes all the important people. Your beloved is, in, is part of these guys. That are coming. Your beloved is part of these guys. There's somebody who's going to help you to go to Canada. Is also part of these guys. There's somebody who's going to take you for a job in Dubai. Is also part of these guys. <laughs> There's somebody who's going to give you a car. Is part of the guys who are coming. There's somebody who's going to help you to do what you are doing. Your business. Oh yes. All these people are part of the 25,000 members that are coming. We, we can't see them but we see them by faith. Yes. Ah, your beautiful wife. She's not even in church today. She's now coming. She's more beautiful than the shining sun. And she's yet to arrive. When she walks into church, I'm one of the 25,000 people. All eyes will tend to look at her. Hey! To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong? To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong? To whom for? To whom does it belong? And and then you lift your hand and say, "It is I." (laughs) It belongs to me. (laughs) Just one of the twenty-five thousand. Is it exciting? Yeah. Working for God has never been more exciting and adventurous. Yes. Yeah. Benefits. Excitement. The boredom. 
the boredom that is in most jobs. You can't find that boredom in the church. Because the church worker is so hard and exacting that you can only feel tired but not bored. Tired, yes, but bored, no. There's always something happening. Some issue. I've never been in the church without having some mountain to climb. Hey! Valleys and mountains and rivers to cross. Yes. When we have our, the camp, we are going for camp in Normandy. And you see that when they came on the beach, how to enter. That is when they now saw another, there were some hedges. I don't know the hedges, that's where they fought them and killed a lot of the British people. Before when they cleared the hedges after about two months, before they went and found rivers to cross. So when you are invading enemy territory, you have all these challenges. Water to cross, beach to come through, wall. Hitler has built a big wall. When we go, we see part of the wall there. <laughs> there's never a boring time either you are fighting temptation from a strange woman who is following you which is a wild you can't even pray it's a wild this thing that you are also overcoming how to get a beloved is another wild something how to overcome how to pray and stay awake how to read your bible how to read other books how to preach, how to be spiritual. I say that there's something always worrying you. Christianity is very exciting. But you see, when you get to heaven, there's nothing to fight. Do you think we'll be, we'll be so happy in heaven with nothing, no problems to solve? I'm sure God will create something for us to do. Maybe swimming or something, I don't know. Mountain climbing. <laughs> yeah. Because I think just worshiping and so on, we may, may be singing competition. Hallelujah. No, no, no. Your life is not going to be get up in the morning, go to the office, come Monday to Friday. Already, can you not see that you are tired of it? Ah. I have many towns and cities in Tanzania. Yes, for you. To enter and see how they speak Swahili. Yes. You see, now you see that your problems have become times hundred. It's like you want to preach, but you don't know how to say it. <laughs> You've remembered the scriptures, but it is not coming because it is in Swahili. <laughs> Nobody is speaking English there. So then you see that you, you now have a challenge. Yes. You want to say, our oh, father, which art in heaven, hallowed be by in Swahili. How to say it in Swahili? It can't come out. You want to say, You have to take your time. Then practice. I teach the missionary, stand in front of the mirror and preach to the mirror. You have to stand, hold a book and preach to the mirror every day, morning, evening, morning, evening, morning, evening, practicing. How to do altar call. Give your life to Jesus. Today, God is calling you. Then they practice. They practice to the mirror. Different things. Sometimes you have to undergo operations. One of my pastors, he had more than five fingers. So when he lifts his hand up, it, it becomes a lot. 
So I called, I called him. I said, no, you, you need a surgery. So I took him for operation. Cut off some of the fingers. So that when he lifts, it's only five. <laughs> no, there are so many things in the church. Oh. Yes. Yes. Eyes. Some of the pastors, the eyes. Eyes are not working. When you look at the eyes, are turned this way. I, I told I'll give you glasses. Wear glasses. So that people don't see these eyes like this. They'll be afraid. Teeth. Some are looking like Dracula. I have to change it. There's never a dull day in the church work, I'm telling you. There's nothing like a boring day in the church work. Yes. And when you are a pastor, you see your church members. You want them to marry because you want God to bless them. How to help them to marry. Different. Do you love her? So I love her, but I don't love her. They'll be lying to you. So you have to now learn lie detector. Anointing of lie detector, like detectorship. It's true. Many things are all part of the ministry work. Yes. People lie to you all the time. How to know when people are lying. There are skills to, to look at them. People don't know sometimes I'm looking at them. Yes. Sometimes I'm looking at their heart rate. Yes. There's somebody I can see when the person is lying to me back when I look at the eyes. But the person doesn't know. I've not told the person. And the eye has a particular movement. Yes. Always is a lie. So there are so many things. But you ask for boredom. Tiredness, yes. But boredom, no. So this year, you are going to love God. And God is going to love you back. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Do it better for Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Amen. It's a great blessing to be here at this time. The Bible says that the Lord keepeth them that fear him. I believe as we follow God, as we pray, as we serve him, the blessings of God is over us. Nothing, no evil will come near your dwelling in Jesus' name. So we have powerful testimonies today. We are going to receive some... Um, divine escape testimonies let's put our hands together for our first testimony from our brother victory from the anakazo bible and ministry training center do it better for him keep clapping for him oh keep clapping keep clapping keep clapping four people just got their marriage paid for because of how they were clapping hallelujah praise the lord amen what has god done for you victory praise the lord hallelujah uh, my name is Vitri, Oyem Vitri, and I'm from the Anakazu Bible School. Uh, I want to thank God for giving me divine escape from accident. On the 10th of November, I entered Trotro from Onyarifa, coming to First Love. So, as I was about to s- sit on the Trotro, uh, the, uh, the Spirit of God reminded me of something that I heard in school. A lady was saying something. She said, Bishop said, whenever we enter we should always sit 
at the right side or in the middle. We shouldn't sit at the left side. And my favorite spot is the left side. So, as I was about to go, this, I, I said, okay, let me just obey. Let me just obey and sit in the middle. And I sat in the middle. Not too long, like 15, about less than 15 minutes. Our, the throttle wanted to overtake. He didn't use the side, the side mirror. Another throttle was coming from behind. And they all clashed with our throttle. The, the glass where I was supposed to sit, I looked at the seat at the back. And I saw the glass all over the seats. I, I, and I, I took off my jacket because of the sun. I so I imagine that if I, was, if I was sitting there, if I didn't obey the voice, I was sitting there. My body, my face, everything. I don't know what would have happened. So I just want to thank God for giving me that. And we don't know what would have happened. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. So are you grateful to God? Yeah, I'm so grateful. I just want to thank God for the, this uh, testimony. And I also want to thank Bishop for the advice he's giving to us. It's a blessing. Thank you, sir. I'm God bless you. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Let's welcome Senor Peku to share his great escape testimony. Do it better for him. Keep clapping for him. He's from the Dansuman region. Hallelujah. Amen. Senor, what has God done for you? I'm Senor Paku um, from the Dansuman region. Okay. I want to thank God for... Um, uh, delivering me from an accident. Okay, I, I normally drive along the uh, motorway. motorway. Yeah, motorway. So on this day, we had a meeting on Friday. So I was with my friend Reggie Manuel. We're coming from Mutual. Um, so while I was coming, I, I was driving at top speed. But then something ha- uh, spoke to me that I should, I should reduce my speed. So we're playing a message and I started driving around 80. So we're coming and all of a sudden, what I could see is there was a motor. The 80 was a slow, slowing down. <laughs> and what happened? Um, there was a motor, a car had knocked a motor rider, and the motor was uh, in the middle of the road. But then the motorway, you see, there's no light. <laughs> I don't know if it's you dark. Know. It's very dark. On the, on the motorway. Yeah, very dark. The main motorway that links Accra and Tema. Accra and Tema. It's dark on the motorway. Yeah, very dark. So whilst coming, the motor was there and like, I, I applied my brake. But then I think it's, it's by God's grace because I don't know how. I just got very close to the motor and the car stopped. I was shaking. Reggie and I were, were speaking in time. We, we didn't even know how. The whole thing was a surprise. It will be a surprise. The enemy that wanted to surprise you will be surprised in Jesus' name. So I just want to... I just want to thank God for delivering me from accidents because this on the motorway, if everybody could uh, record, there, there's been a lot of accidents on the motorway, but then he has delivered us from this this sudden uh, uh, accidents which could have happened, which could have happened on us. So we, I just want to say thank you to God and thank you to Daddy for his advice because he he has always told us to not to. <laughs> it's a prophecy. Yeah, he's told us not to not to drive. At a particular speed, so probably if I had gone more than that speed, probably something would have happened to me. So thank, I, I want to say wow. thank. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. The Bible says that the advice that my mother taught me. So a prophecy can be an advice. Amen. When you come to church, God is showing you what can happen, and you have to take it to it. Amen. And finally, we will receive Reverend Randy from the Grace Citadel Church. 
in Konkonduru is here to share with us a very powerful testimony of how God transformed his life and brought him into the ministry. Oh, do it better for him. Oh, first love, your welcome is very weak. Do it better, do it better for everyone. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Prophet, for the opportunity. I'm so grateful. And uh, Bishop Joshua, thank you. My name is Reverend Randy Impact. Um, I'm here with my wife, Lady Lois, and my pastoral team and church leaders are all here. Uh, My testimony um, is quite interesting, but it's, it's powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I've had two encounters, only two encounters with the Prophet. In 2007, um, I met him on the KNUST campus. And he came to preach and then he said, um, those who want to do the work of God full time should come forward. So I stepped forward, he prayed for me that I would do the work of the ministry. But when we finished school, my mind changed. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, my mind changed because I felt that, no, I won't do the work. I would rather uh, go and look for money to support those who do the work. So, and I thought that was a good idea. So, I, I actually went into business, hardcore business. And I established, hardcore. yes, I established uh, a lot of businesses, about 11 active businesses, as you can see on the screen. All those were my companies. I formed a company called the Carries Group. And we, we were doing very well. Carries Group was doing very, very well. I had many workers. Things were going very well. Then, along the line, I started a wealth creation revolution. So we organize people and teach them how to make money. Everything has to be money. If I go into an environment and it's not money, I will not listen. Hallelujah. And then I, my life aim was to become the richest man in Africa. That was my life goal. So my name was the tongue-talking billionaire. That was my name. Shout here! (laughs) Please take it again. The what? Tongue-talking billionaire. Yes. And my other name was the large money magnet. Yes, large money magnet. So I pursued money with everything in me. One day I met uh, Bishop Atto Dixon. And he said, well, the way you like money and all, I feel that you should go and see something that the prophet has done. So he took me to the Anakazo and I saw the structures and everything. I said, wow, this is powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. So, not long from there, I saw a program, La Blam. Because I don't attend crusades. I don't attend anywhere they are not talking about money. So, when I saw La Blam, I said, no, the man has, the works of the man show that the man knows something, but he's not saying it. Amen. So, he said, so, finally. Yes, finally. Finally, the man is going to talk about uh, money strategies. Hallelujah. So I asked my wife. Labla means what? Learning about business by learning about ministry. ministry. Wow. Yes. So I said for the first time, the man is going to teach us how to make money. These were some of the awards I won. 50, uh, uh, most, uh, uh, 50 uh, top CEOs in Ghana. 100 uh, most influential young entrepreneurial leaders in Africa. And so many awards. I had so many awards. And I was excited pursuing money. And so when I went to that program, I knew that the man knows something and he's going to teach about money. So I went to sit in front. I took my notes. I, took, I saw a lot of dignified people there. 
So when I took my notes and I started writing, he came in. I was very excited that today he's not going to talk about salvation and crusade, but he's going to talk about money. Money, yes. The strategies of money. So while I was sitting there, he came and he made a statement. He said, why are you people here? I said, oh, he's just teasing us. He said, you people are business people and you are coming to learn uh, how to do business from an evangelist. I said, oh, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. He said, open your Bible. Luke twenty-two thirty-five. I said, ah, this is not kingdom money, 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 matrix. Then he said, Jesus turned to the disciples and said, when I sent you without purse, bag or sandals, did you lack anything? And the disciples said, nothing. And I wrote it down, nothing. Yes, so what are the steps? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey! I must be the richest man in Africa. By fire, by force. So he said, then he lifted his head and he said, most of you here, you are doing business when you are supposed to be doing the work of God. The, the word just entered my, it just cut through. I don't know how the others felt. But I felt so convicted because proud to that the Lord had told me to go to my hometown my hometown is a place called Konkonuru there's no it's, it's purely a fetish place and my grandfather happened to be the Tigari Komfo there, he's dead yeah, so I don't even go there again amen. amen so when he said that it entered my, something pierced my heart and I bowed my head and he said you are just, all of you, you are just chasing money but the Lord needs people by the end of the first session, my wife is very excited about those things. So he said, let's go for the second session. I said, I can't take it any longer. I can't. Far enough. I just ran back to Konkonuru. I went to close down all my business. In fact, I transferred the business to another man. The shares, the cars, everything. I left my five-bedroom house in Regimanual Estate. And I went to live in one room in my father's house in the village with my wife. She's a lawyer. She abandoned her work. We, we lived there and we started planting a church. And by the grace of God, this is how we started. Two years ago. Two years ago. And you were telling me you were delaying in going. Yes, I was. Because it's hard. It's not easy. Yes, it's not easy. After all the awards, it wasn't easy. But, but the message, you see, I couldn't sleep. It, 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 it pierced my heart. It, it pierced my heart. I don't know, but it pierced and my And your heart. wife supported you. And my wife, yes, my wife, one day I was sleeping, so we were, we, were, we were deliberating. Should we go? How would we manage the business? And so on and so forth. Oh, let's, let's give it up for... She's a lawyer. She was the executive director of Carrie's group. And uh, we were doing the business very well. Amen. So when I was there, I was looking for my, my wife. You're deliberating whether you should go. We were deliberating whether we should go. I was deliberating because I don't know what I, it was difficult. Then one day I woke up and my wife was not there. Yes, she wasn't in the room. So I was looking for her. I called her. She said, I'm already in Konkonuru. Yes, I'm already in Konkonu. That's Konkonu. She's taking the lead. Yeah, she's taking the lead. 
Wow. I said, if not for anything, I, I need my wife. I need my wife. So I followed her. We went there. We had our first crusade. 900 people attended the crusade. 700 gave their life to Jesus. Wow. Yes. There were many notable miracles. Even the night of the crusade, I was still sending emails to business executives. Yes. I was sending emails. I used to fly business class, sleep in expensive hotels, so I got used to it. But after that night, I realized that Jesus needs people. Jesus needs people, and I'm one of them, and I won't go back. So I never went back to Accra. I never went back. And by the grace of God, we planted the church. I've been preaching in rural communities for the past two years, winning souls. I've not gone back to my company. I've not gone back to my house. I live in Konkonuru as a missionary, and God has been good. This is what we do. Every day we are preaching, we are preaching, we are preaching, we are preaching. And the testimony is this. After about one and a half years, God gave us a land. We, we built our church. It can sit about a thousand people. We, in two years, we built a church. Our, and somebody gave us this house. Yes, it's a five-bedroom house. He walked to the church and said, where do you live? I said, I live in my father's room. He said, take my house. That house, he gave it to us. Oh. We are living in it. in Congo, When I sent you, lucky anything. We, we have a school. It's called the Grace Christian School. Wow. And then the marvelous thing is that we have 27 acres of land. We own it. Two years. The Lord is mighty. It's, it's just amazing. And so many, our last gathering service in two years, we gathered close to 3,000 people. That's our church. That's our church. It on looks the like our soul is Sunday. Yes, that's our church. That's our church. Wow. We did, I don't know how it happened, but God has been good. And Can we see inside of the church? Yes, that's the church. That's overflow. Yes, that's, those are souls. In last year, in two years, we have one recorded 2,000 souls giving their life to Jesus in two years. Yes. So I don't own a business anymore. I don't, I don't talk about money anymore. If I preach, I preach so much about salvation that some of my leaders came to me and said, is that the only message? I said, that, that's the only message. Now, that's what makes sense to me now. And I want to do more. Prophet, God bless you so much. Prophet, God bless you so much. God bless you. So what do you have to say to someone here who feels the call of God in his heart? Someone here who feels God has called him. What encouragement do you have to give? After all of these things, the thing that comes to me is that I should have gone earlier. After all these things, I feel it in my heart. I should have gone earlier. If there's a call of God on your life, I feel Jesus is coming pretty soon. Nothing matters again. Nothing. Nothing in this world matters but the work of God. The work of God. That's the most important thing. So if God is calling you now, you have to leave everything. We left everything. More than 11 companies. We left everything. We live in the bush. But God is bringing people over 13 countries. People from 13 countries, they have come to church. Look at that. They come to the bush to come and fellowship. So I want to impress on you. As the prophet impressed on me. Leave everything. The, the work is now. Let's do the work of God now. God has need of men and you are one of them. Hallelujah. Abandon your dream and embrace God's dream and God will reward you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much Reverend Randy. Oh, do it better First Love Church. Thank you so much. Appreciate them. Appreciate them. Do it better for them. God bless you. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies.
Were you blessed by that powerful testimony? I tell you, the Holy Spirit is at work in this ministry. And God is blessing us and speaking to us. I've been to that church many times to preach in, in the village. And God has really moved. And it's just more and more proof of what God is saying in these times. And speaking through his servant. Amen. And um, I was so excited when Prophet said, all of us are becoming teachers. And all of us are becoming ministers of the word of God. And I, I thank God that you are a great man of God. And I thank God that you are becoming a great woman of God. And I believe that, you know, what, what uh, Pastor Randy said was the word pierced my heart. And I believe this afternoon somebody's heart is about to be pierced. And I believe that somebody's soul is about to be changed. The Bible says the scriptures are able to make you wise. They have an ability to make you wise. So whatever foolishness you came to church with this afternoon, the power of the scriptures, the power of the preaching, the power of the Holy Spirit is going to pierce your heart and transform you. Are you ready for a dose of the scriptures? Are you ready for the prophetic? Are you ready for a word from heaven? I didn't hear you. I said, are you ready for a word from heaven? Then give the Lord a shout of expectancy a shout of faith a shout of praise as we welcome to the stage the man of god of the hour the voice that god is speaking to you through it in the name of jesus it's impossible when you put maybe it's your first time in church this is our song of faith lift your hand lift your voice and declare we trust in his word Hearken to the voice of God. Is there anything too hard for God? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. Rest upon His word. For everything. I feel expectant. I feel excited. I feel God is about to move. Let's sing it one more time. Lift your voices and sing. Nothing is impossible. Impossible when you put your trust. I don't know which problem you came here with, but nothing is impossible. It's impossible when you trust me. Now speak to your circumstance, speak to your problem. Say, hearken to the voice God. Is there anything too hard? Every heart of faith, lift your hand, put your trust in God alone, and rest upon. Let me hear you declare. Everything. Oh, everything. Ooh, everything. Yes, everything. Everything is possible. Give the Lord a scream, a shout, a hand clap. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Now, today I want to share with you on the seven supernatural powers of a father. Now, that was a powerful testimony from our pastor. Uh, is it is a church called Caris? The company was called Caris. Grace Citadel. It will only go brighter and brighter. In Jesus' name. Well, um, seven supernatural powers of a father. Now, 
Why am I sharing about this? Because a father and you, a son, whether it's a spiritual father, biological, um, you know, whatever type, ministry father, is often not, um, we, we don't often realize that the father is more of a source of the things we are working for than the work we are doing. Can I say that again? I'm saying that we, we don't realize that the father is more of a source of the things we want. Like maybe you want money. But if your father, your, your father is more of a source of the money than the work you are doing. Do you see? We want peace. But the father is often more of a source of that peace than the efforts you are making in other directions. And people don't realize that. So they tend to say the father is not relevant or not whatever. One, one, one uh, pastor said to me, he was a businessman a, a business and uh, he got himself into a whole lot of debt. And he said, his father died without debt, but he despised his father and went more and more into debt. You see, until he was swimming and unable to come out of the pool of debt. And, it, and many times, your father is more of a source of the things you are working for. Trust me. The books you are reading about love and marriage, your father may be more of a source of love and happiness and peace than the efforts you are making by reading books. But anyway, it doesn't look that way, but that's what it is. All right? So, in this short, this is just a short message, but I'm just showing you the powers that a father has. Okay, because if you see, if you recognize the power that a father has, you'll be more careful in relation to the father to get what the father has that he can, he can directly or indirectly create or do or cause to happen in your life. So let's start quickly. Number one, your father is a stepping stone. He has the power of a stepping stone. Do you see Now, Luke chapter 2, verse 34. Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel and for a sign which shall be spoken against. All right? So, a person can be set for the rise or a fall. Somebody can cause you to rise and can cause you to fall. And that's how fathers are. They can cause you to rise. If your father insists that you go to school, okay, he is causing you to rise, but you don't realize that he's causing you to rise. Do you understand? He's causing you to rise by making you go to school. 
You get it? So, a father can be the cause of your rise. If I look in the ministry, when I look at Kenneth Hagen, right, he became to me the cause of a rise. One day in Suhum, when I was listening to him preaching in 1988, 31 years ago. And I had grown to like listening to him. I'm more comfortable with the tape on than off. And I listened to his stories always. I don't know what I was hoping for, to hear something new or I don't know what, but I just liked it. So, that night at about 2 a.m., something jumped out of the tape and entered my stomach. A bit like um, a bit like a, a sandwich, like something it went in. And then I heard a voice, and the voice said, from today you can teach. From today you can teach. This is in 1988. I was a student, final year medical school. I had about seven months to qualify. And from that day, I believed it, that I could teach. And then I started to teach. Um, I was already teaching, but it was like I was empowered to teach. You see, like our brother was saying, when I said, God needs you. What did, I, what did he say I said? God needs people or whatever. That power to enter someone who is giving himself to money and to make the person change his life. That, that thing is a power. It's not just what is being said, the English words. But that power is the power that comes with teaching and feeding. That is different from um, just the knowledge or the facts that are being shared at any point in time. You see. So when he said, from today you can teach, I, I receive a kind of power. And there's a kind of power in my teaching that draws people. Like this boy sitting here is from Guyana. Uh, and I just look and there are people from everywhere, different. And they are drawn to come and to just be. This one is from Rwanda. And this one is from where? They're also Rwanda. Different places. Also Rwanda, yeah. You know, so that power. So Kenneth Hagin as a father to me caused me to rise in the ministry. Yeah, caused me to rise in the ministry. So a father, you know, and, and one day when I was in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Lord said to me to go and honor Kenneth Hagin with an offering. But, you know, that day he, he was sharing a testimony of how that, that year his tithe was, I think, 27 million or some amount of something like that. So when I calculate tithe is 10%, so 10% is 27, then 100% is 200 and something. So I was calculating and I said, hey, so my small offering, it cannot really do much, you know. So I decided not to give the offering. That in the night, especially in the morning at dawn, the Holy Spirit woke me up and started to rebuke me. But the main thing, that, and I started crying. I don't cry easily. I don't cry easily. If I'm crying, it means that what, what, whatever has happened or is happening 
is a very, very um, it's, it has a certain effect on me because I don't just cry. There are people who just cry, but I'm, I'm not in that group. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that I'm not in that group. If you see me cry, then it means something really has affected me. Yes. So that day was a day like that. And the Lord told me that everything I am and everything I have is from this man. Yes. And that I wouldn't go and honor him. So I cried like a baby in the hotel room. And I went. That's the power of a father. It can make you rise. Yes. If I don't introduce Ida, you will never know her. I'm so sorry to tell you that. You will never know her. (laughs) Or any of the people that work for me, you will never know them. If I don't introduce them, you will never know them. And they will never be important. And every singer here and everybody who is, I am a father too. If I don't feature you, you get it. That is it. It's true. That's a fact. Yeah. But people, sometimes people are not conscious of the fact that the promotion is rather coming through this person and not through your efforts. Because you may make all the efforts, but if you are not, you see, that's why ACN, we heard of him when Mourinho liked him and he was working. Because other people may not have chosen him. So you, you, you can play whatever type of shots, and so, but they don't choose you. Yes. So, I'm just explaining that that's how a father is. And even though you may not know exactly how the person causes your rise or fall, do you see, you must fear it. And because people don't fear it, and don't recognize it. They don't recognize where their power comes from or where the rise is coming from. They don't honor it. That's why I started teaching the First Love Church to honor me as their father and their prophet because the UD people, the older people, I didn't teach them that. I just sort of let them, you should know. My mind is more that you should know. It's up to you to know. If you know, you know. It's up to you to know. That's been more of my mind. That if if you don't know, then it's up to you. Hmm. But I realize that maybe there's a mistake also in that. I mean, I have to teach the people that look. This is from here. Who would be a pastor in the church if I was not to appoint? And who would be a bishop? Every single bishop in the church was consecrated as a bishop by me, from Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie to the rest. To all the first level. Every single one of them. I, I considered laid hands on them and appointed them. So, I mean, you may not want me, but I'm still there. You get what I'm saying? I'm trying to say that your father, your biological father, your ministry father, your spiritual father, you may not want to see how they are connected to your rise. But the truth is that they have a certain power. Sometimes it's indirect and vague, but it is still there. And they do cause your rise in life. Sometimes it's very direct, very direct. Sometimes it's indirect. 
Yes. Sometimes it's vague, but it is still there. Yes. Yeah. So that's one of the powers of a father. He can cause your rise. The second power that he has is that he can cause your fall. By, not by doing anything. He has power. The way he is, he can cause you to fall. Now, in Matthew chapter 11, like I told you, this is quite a short message. When John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two disciples and said, Are you he that is to come? And Jesus answered, Go and show John these things. The blind receive their sight and so on. Then he said, he ended, he said, Blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Blessed is he who shall not be offended in me. Now, one of the commonest things that happens is to be offended. Now, the word offend is, it means cause you to stumble. It's, it's like somebody who puts, the, in, the, in the King James, you put a stick in front of you and you fall. Now, a father has that ability. No, no curses. I don't mean curses. The next point is curses. He can have the power to curse. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the how he is can offend you. Do you see? Uh-huh. And very few of us have not been offended by fathers. Yeah. He can offend you. And what does it mean to be offended? When the person offends you, it's like you have a feeling to say something about the person. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. And when you do, and you turn against the person, and you start to speak, and then you become funny, do you see? Uh, you know, it, 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 it goes against you. You see, first of all, people become familiar. Like maybe a person is going to preach. Then you say, ah, this man, before he preaches, he will sing. So you tell somebody, anointing, anointing will not come unless he sings. You see, so you watch, you watch, he's good. as soon as he goes, he starts singing. It's like, first of all, you started to analyze the person in a funny way. And started to, and then you are sitting there laughing. Say, oh, the lala is going to come just now. Well, watch the lala is about to start. <laughs> Without the lala, there will be no anointing. <laughs> then he comes on. Then he starts to sing. Then he says, ah, you see, I told you. The lala has come. Otherwise, there will be no anointing. So it's like you've, you've started to equalize the person. And the all you have for the person is coming down. And then it's sort of like just talking. But... Then it can progress. You see, where you now speak. There are different ways of speaking. You can complain. Miriam complained. She murmured. That's undertone. We have a lot of that too. How many have murmured before? Mm-hmm. So you start coming down. All these things. Miriam got leprosy. She got, she got a severe illness from which it's not easy to recover. There are things you can't recover from. She had leprosy. God had mercy on her and she, 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 she was delivered from it. 
But there are diseases you can't recover from. Conditions you can't come out of. That's a curse. Then the Bible says that whosoever speaks, they were talking, and this one, they were just discussing the marriage. They were discussing the marriage of Moses. I mean, marriage is not between two spirits. It's between two humans. There will always be something to say about people's marriages. Yes. Because marriage is not between spirits. It's between humans. So they were talking about the marriage. And the choice that he had made. People people love to discuss the choice that an important person makes when he chooses someone. Yes. You watch and see. People love to analyze. Ah, who is it? Who has he chosen? Eh, what? But, is it not? Ah, is it, is it not? <laughs> so there's comments and commentaries. Yes. Then the Bible says that whoever speaks a word against you see then we move to against you see first we move to analysis just like it almost looks a little neutral sometimes funny or harmless then it moves to memory then it moves to speaking against that's where the speech is described as damaging or poisonous or malicious and the bible says that whosoever speaks against The son of man, he'll be forgiven. If you speak against the Holy Ghost, you'll not be forgiven. It means it is a sin. So sons can, by the way, whatever, something that a person does or is can stir you up and you speak against it. So children who have broken homes or your father has a girlfriend, do you see? Eh? Are you with me? Are you listening to my preaching? My father has a girlfriend, apart from your mother. You get it? Mm -hmm. It can easily be a reason for you to speak against your father. Yes, because sweet mama is always a sweet mama. You can never see something wrong with your mother in your life. What what can your mother do bad? But you, you may not know limited till you grow up. You know, somebody formed a company called Y-M-N-K-L. Y-M-N-K. You may never know limited. Every girl here, sitting here, is capable of being a witch. Yes. A witch is a female. Well, if you are a girl, you are capable. Every sweet-looking girl here is capable of being a witch. Yeah. No matter how sweet you are and how nice your hair is today, you are capable of being a witch. And, and you are capable of being, you may not even be a general witch, you may be a personalized witch. Uh, yes. Somebody's personal witch. Please, I hope you are listening to my preaching. Yes. Yeah. So, you need to be careful as you speak. Because as you speak against, 
Yes. Then you start invoking things. The person hasn't cursed you. He hasn't cursed you. All he has done is to be your father. And you have spoken against him. And whoever repays good with evil, evil shall never depart from him. So that one alone puts evil in your way. Yeah. Now you have to be careful. Yes. Now I was saying that if you, for instance, your father has a girlfriend, you see, you may not know how your mother is. Or you don't even know the circumstances. But it's one of the big common provocations. So your father, and if your mother talks a lot, she will be telling you every day, your father is a useless man. There's nothing he will not sleep with. Anything that he gets is whatever. He's like this and that. Yes, I've been going through this for 20 years. This and that. You don't know how suffer. He didn't want to look after you. This and that and that. Meanwhile, in your heyday, when you were a young, freaky girl with a lot of calves, you were enchanting him, casting a spell on him when he was going another direction. Not knowing that you are the witch, oh. But now you are wearing mama, you are wearing cloth, so nobody knows that you are the witch of his life. Yes. And sometimes, the spell that you have cast on a man. And brothers, don't just eat anybody's food, oh. Sometimes, yes. Well, you see that a power is coming over you as you as you receive. Receiving of gifts is a channel for casting spells. Yes. It's a channel for casting spells. Eating food, and you probably realize your mind is changing. Yes. You don't just start eating. Satisfy your hunger before you go out. Yes. Now, listen. So, you'll find out that the person is rather casting a spell on you. One, one man, you see, he met a lady who became his girlfriend. He was married. He had his children. And he met a younger lady and she cast a spell on him. And so he married, I mean, he was with her. But as he was growing older, he realized that the girlfriend has, I mean, has charmed him. When I say cast a spell, like your mind has changed. But as he grew older, he realized that this girl has cast a spell on me. So, he didn't know how to come out. Because he was deep. His wife was at another place and he was also at another place. And how to come out. Many people don't know how to come out. They can't come out. So, one day he went to make his will. You see. And secretly, he, he, he made his will and gave everything to his wife, his original wife, whom he has left. So, when he died suddenly, the girlfriend who has been staying with him happily ever after. She was there when they came to inform her that where you are staying has been given to somebody. She didn't have anywhere. And he threw her out, gave her nothing and gave everything to his wife. But he realized that, hey, 
the girl has charmed him power to leave her husband to leave his, his wife and come this way yeah so it was a last minute move that he made yeah any spell you are under is broken today in Jesus name don't eat everywhere don't drink any water you know when a woman is feared or suspected of committing adultery they, the bible says they will make some water and they will give it to her to drink and if she drinks it and has, she swells up you see then she is guilty and so the way of transmitting the curse was to give her the water to drink do you understand yes so they give her the water and it becomes a curse so the way to transmit the curse was to give you something to drink that's why I don't drink every water and every I don't drink things where people offer me would you have a drink I said thank you you don't have to receive every drinking eating You've gone to somebody's house, you open your stomach wide as if you are having an operation. And they, you just eat everything, meat, bring more, bring this. Why? Where were you trained? Number three Your father has power to speak a curse. Romans chapter 13, verse 2, 1 and 2. Everyone must submit himself to governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. Listen, are you watching? There's a verse we don't usually quote when we are talking about fathers. Okay, please change it to, yes, governing authorities. Okay, now it says the authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority, okay, is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Whoever rebels against... Now, God has set authorities. He has set pastors as authorities in churches. He has set husbands as authorities in homes. He has set governments as authorities in countries. So when you rebel against the authority, you are rebelling against what God has said and will bring judgment. So when somebody is... Both a pastor and a father, he's a double authority. You see, like there are some people here, I'm both a pastor to you and also a father. My authority is more. There are things when I say them, they will happen. Yeah. It will happen. And I've noticed, sadly, that things that I have said over the years have happened. Yes, it actually worries me, but I realize that it's also a protection. Yeah. Someone said, why why am I speaking curses? I'm speaking curses because Moses spoke curses. God said we should follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. I'm following that. Yes. 
Moses spoke a lot of curses. Yes. And how else can I control you when I don't see you? I have to put a curse here so that when you cross this line, a snake should bite you. It's true. How can I control the church far from me where I am not? And where people want to destroy what God has done. Yes. I have to speak certain words. That anyone who destroys the church, may God destroy his life too. Yes. That's why I watch people destroying this church and I see God destroying their lives. Recently I saw someone, his life was completely destroyed. Because he inspired many people to rebel against me. Yes. And at the time he did that, he was riding high. He was working for a Jewish company. And he was prospering. Things were working. He was strong, speaking words. Today he's penniless. Penniless. With nothing. Begging. I've watched it over the years. So, you must be careful with fathers. <laughs> they have power to speak. And when they say yeah, something about you, you should be careful. Because you realize that it will happen in a way that you, you can't even believe. Yeah. One of the things about curses is that you can't imagine how it can happen. Like you can't imagine how till it is happening and you say, hey, I never knew that this can turn around and become this. I can't even believe it. Yeah. That's it. So, you need to be careful, especially when you are dealing with father and you need to rather get the good things because he has power. <laughs> yeah. Your earthly father has power. There are times I wish I could resurrect my father from the dead for him to bless me. I wish I could raise him from the dead. Are you there? Yes. Now, when you look at um, when you look at Noah, Noah, Noah was Noah was in his house. He was in his tent. He was in his private corner. Now, when somebody is in his private corner, you should be careful when you come there. But he was in his private world. And some of you, you are not good at, as private people. You are not private. Your eyes are not good eyes. You should only be in the congregation. You should never come close. You should never see even the car that the person drives. It's not good for you. It doesn't help you. It destroys you. One day somebody went to a pastor's house. Why are you so quiet? 
One day, somebody went to a pastor's house. And when he went to the house, he saw, I don't know, some gadgets. And including a satellite dish. At that time, satellite dish was not so common. And when he came back, he said, I have decided that I will never pay tithes again. Because of the gadgets that I saw in my the pastor's house. He's using our money to buy those gadgets. Those gadgets. He shouldn't have gone to the to house to visit. Yes. Never be offended if the pastor says, they say, oh, can I come to see you in the house? Don't come to the house. Come to the office. Come to the church. Better for you. Better for your eyes. Don't try to go nearer. May not, you may not be John. John is the one who looked on. John was looking. The last picture of Jesus is not the picture of Jesus in the suit standing and preaching like this. The last picture of Jesus on this earth ever seen by humans was crucified naked on a cross. That thing where they put on those little panties, it is just a, a respectful thing that is, is, is done. They were crucified naked as dogs and animals. Do you think all the Romans could crucify people on a road for miles, 10 miles long? They crucify every 100 meters, they crucify somebody. Do you think they were putting panties on everybody? The last thing was Jesus looking most awkward. Most awkward and most uncomfortable. But standing there was John, Mary, his mother, Mary Magdalene. With love eyes of feeling. They were the only people there. They were standing, looking. That's the last picture. Not everybody is John. John said, what we handled, what we looked on, what we saw, that's what we are telling. That is the word of life. He didn't say something bad about him. It's a word of life. What we saw him, we touched him. So a bad thing. Not all of you are good. Some of your minds are full of poisonous and damaging words. Malicious. You are like a snake under the the city. People arrest him, but they don't know that you are there. So Noah was in his tent. Uh, what Ham forgot when Ham went to say that his father is drunk. What he forgot was that it is his father's efforts that have saved him. And that his father has great power over him as his son whom he has saved. And that is the person that he was making fun of. Or even making a comment that makes him low. Lows, even up to today, we all see when people are mentioning bad, bad, like great people who have bad problems, they'll say Abraham sold his wife, this one did this, and they'll say, they add Noah was drunk. That's what they say about Noah. Because of Ham. Up to today, because of Ham, this is how they talk about Noah. The man who saved the whole world. Because of you. Somebody has a chance to talk rubbish. So, when Noah woke up from the sleep, he cursed him. 
And when he cursed him, that's it is happening. Whether you believe it or not, eh? You know? You just have to go there to see. I was in Nicaragua. There's a place in 1847. People were brought there from Ghana. It's a whole town. I sent a missionary to Colombia, a town called Cartagena. That's where the black people were brought. When he went there, a white Colombian was asked, what are you coming to do here? He said, I'm coming as a missionary. The lady said, you are not serious. Do you know this place? He said, no, I've, I've come here. I'm coming as a missionary. So the lady said, you don't know where you have come to. Let me show you. Because she was concerned for him that he, was, he, was, he had lost his way to come to that town. So she took a car. She took him in a car, my missionary, and took him to the, He said, let me show you. He said, the place you are for tourists. Let me show you this town. Then she took him inside. Come and see. If, even if you think Ghana is not good, you can't even believe the kind of place. People. Then my mistress said, yay, I now see why you sent me here. Bizarre. Bizarre. That's where the black people are. A lot of Colombia, they are black like you think they are from Cape Coast. Yes. 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 Whether it's Indian, whether it's Colombia, whether it's Panama, whether it's America, whether it's the whole world. You know, recently I invited somebody to come to Ghana to preach. When he went back. You know, you have to be polite when you're around. But when he went back, he told, he said to one of the pastors, he said, oh, our Christ is not nice. Your country is not nice at all. There's no nice at all. It's just uncompleted buildings, incomplete, shabby. What? You see, that's the truth. Look, look outside. <laughs> you don't like to, but it's true. It's, it's, it's some way. Curses are valid. You may not know how. You may not know where. And it will happen. And somebody said, why would I curse? I curse because there are certain things I cannot control. I speak them. I curse Judas in my life. Anyone practicing Judas, Absalom, from the bottom of my heart, I curse you. Yes. From the bottom of my heart. It's true. Yes. You know something? You need to be careful as children. You must, your father is a source of inheritance and good things. But he can be the source of the most debilitating cases of your life. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. So rise up and benefit from the power. Number four, he has a power to bless you. Yes. He has a power to bless you. 
It's in my book. I don't know if you know what you are writing. It's nice to write. Your father can bless you. You know, some years ago, there was a young girl. Her father said he would not allow her to marry somebody. But it was like they wanted to marry. So they married secretly. You know, those days, eh, we are not how we are now. When, when we see somebody who said, my father says he doesn't want me to marry, say, please leave it all. Leave it. Leave it. Those who will not leave it, do it. But if you like, you can do what you want. Look, that girl, eh, she died at 37, and I was there when she was dying. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says, let me die the death of a righteous man. Let me not die the death of a wicked. When I left the ward, she screamed till the morning when she died. When I was praying with her, she looked at me and she said, Bishop, I don't know if I was Bishop then or Pastor or whatever. She said, Bishop, are you afraid? And I was afraid. I said I wasn't afraid, but I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> God should forgive me for my lies. <laughs> I was afraid. <laughs> so are you afraid? I was afraid. I was afraid. As I sat by her. Her face, her eyes, her head was, there were was, was swollen bumps on her head like this. And I had, when I laid hands and I felt the first one, like, like satellites, and her bones were dissolving. She will. She screamed. They had for the whole night, and she died. Young lady. Her father said, "I don't like this person." So I, will, I like him. I'm in love. You are in love. <laughs> you are in love. One day, one of my pastor's wife died. But I didn't know the background. I didn't know the background. So one day we were having a meeting. Are you still listening? I'm preaching. We were having a meeting. And he said, he said, I want to, I just want to say something. He said, when I was going to marry my wife, the family, they were from, I think, another tribe. He said, they said, we don't, we don't want it. We don't want it. We don't want it. But he said, he forced and married her. Then he said, one day his wife told him, when I lift a bucket, I find it difficult to lift it. That's all. When I lift a bucket, I find it difficult to lift it. So he said, okay, don't lift it. Lift with the other hand. So she lift with the other hand. But this one, finally weak. So first it was this wrist lifting. Then after some time, the shoulder. Do you see my shoulder like this? Then after that, here. She couldn't couldn't lift. Then after that, this one. Two started to feel weak. Then after that, this one. Then after that, this one. Then after that, the leg. I'm telling you a true story. He described it. Then, till she could not move. 
He bathed her. He did everything for her. She lay quietly for about two years. Yes. She was quiet. Quiet. And then she died. There was no fever, nothing. And he stood and he said, he said, I just want to say, based on my experience, if a family says, if the father says, I don't like this thing, listen to your father. Do what he says. He said, that's all. It's my experience and I buried my wife. You may not know how or where. And even in the church, sometimes a pastor will tell you, leave this thing. Leave it. Come on. God has spoken. Sorry. Do this. One day, one of my pastors, he was having a serious crisis, but he was being counseled by others. So then eventually he came to me, or they came to me. When he came to me, he immediately said, Bishop, you said it, you said it, you said it. I didn't even speak. I didn't even start speaking. Because I had told him before. I said, this thing, watch it, it's going to become like this. So friends, fathers have the power to curse and they also have a power to withhold their blessings. Sometimes they will not curse you, but they withhold. They are just, okay. Do what you want. And at other times, they have the power like Isaac blessed Jacob. He said, Cursed are your, those who curse you. Blessed are those who bless you. Yes. Prosper. Increase. And that was it. Those words are ringing. I pray that you will get a blessing, even in church. You know, all this from full respect, that is not respect. Oh, I want to come and show you my beloved. When the truth is, you are way decided, you are not, I mean, what are we going to do about what you are coming to show us? From full respect. You decided your own life. So watch out. Then, number five. I told you today is short. A father has a supernatural power to know what is right. Yes. He, he has a supernatural power to know what is the right thing. Because Ephesians 6 says that. Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is the right thing. The right thing for you is to obey what they are saying. So they, they somehow end up saying the right thing for you as a child. Yes. This is what? Right. That's the right thing. That's the right thing. Do it. What should I do? Do it. This is right. Do the right thing. This is right. This is right. This is right. You see our our pastor here who gave himself to the ministry from business to ministry. It's not that people are giving him houses and will give him more. Watch and see. It's not that he will even get more than the business that he's doing. You even wonder what he was doing before. (laughs) Yes. Are you still there? Yes. 
You know, one day, a, a person is a father to me from Malaysia. He told me something. He told me, he said, I know that you are doing crusades, but please preach your own church. Don't stop preaching to your church. He told me, he said that dogs know their owner. Don't stop feeding them. Yourself, yourself. I said, I'll I'll be there. I'll do. Another time he told Sometimes I sit with him, he put his he put his, his fork in my plate. He said, Eat it. Eat it. And you see me eating. Humbly like a dog. <laughs> I, mean, I don't easily eat things. So. But he can make me eat. And his wife. Eat. There is a place. You have to be humble and be a child. Everybody has a master. Eh? <laughs> If you even get in your life for somebody to say, eat this, it's good for you. Oh, no, Apu. Are you listening? How many points do you have? Five. Hmm. I'm almost finished. Huh. Now, number six. Your father has supernatural power to cover his children or to protect his children. Yes. Psalm 91. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. Amen. Now, the last words of Jesus, one of the last seven last words, Father, into thy care, into thy hands, I command my spirit. I entrust. Hmm. As he was now descending into hell, into thy hands, I command. Father, into thy hands, I command my spirit. Yes. Look at it on the screen. Do what? Father, what? Into thine hands. Eh? Into whose hands? Your hands, I trust your hands. In this case, I trust your hand. I trust you. You see, when you don't trust your father, you are not a good son. Because there, is a, there are places where you have to just trust him. Yeah. Into your hands. Whatever happens is your hands. Trusting your hands. And people don't trust. That's why people have secrets. When you keep secrets, it's because you don't trust. If you trust, you will share. Say, this is the, this, the, this is it. And whatever you do, do it. But when you trust, say, here, here I am. I'm a thief. I'm a liar. Help me. Yes. Into thy hands I commend my spirit. And when God blesses you with the Father, he will meet your enemies. You know, I've never... Given, one time I was with one of my pastors. The church wanted to destroy him. And I met. I said, the whole church should come and meet them. And I put the pastor behind me. And I met them. Hosea 13 verse 8. Hosea 13 verse 8. I will meet them as a bear. That is bereaved of her whelps. I will do what? I will meet them as a bear. 
your father will meet them as a bear. And it's true. In the spirit, he covers you and he meets your enemy as a bear who has been robbed, which is a very dangerous animal too. When you see a bear, don't come out of your car. When we go to Alaska or any of these places and there are bears, you stay, stay there. <laughs> I'll meet them as a bear that is bereaved of her whelps. I will rend the call of their heart and I will devour them like a lion and the wild beast shall tear them. That's, that's how a father is. He'll meet you and meet the enemy in a way. That is if you, if you take the person as a father. But if you don't take the person as a father, he cannot do much for you. That's why I say he'll cover you under his feathers, his wings. That's, you see the chickens when they are, the chicks come under and they, they, they walk with all of them like this. <laughs> Try that little chicken. You'll see, you'll be hurt. Yes. One day I was playing golf, on, I, I think it was in Senegal, Dakar. As I was walking, I was being attacked by birds. Not knowing they have laid their eggs on the golf course. So as I was going, they thought I was going for their... So, oh, it's like, like fighter bombers. I mean, in the... Shoo, boom, then they would fly. It was like they were protecting their, their eggs. You are a precious egg in your father's hand. And he rises up to fight for you. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yes. Ha, ah, okay. How many points do you have? And the last point. Power to feed his children. That's why a man can stand in the same congregation and preach for every week. It's as if he's now preaching. Yes, you wonder what is coming next again from the same book. Is it not true? Because your father has a power to feed. It's a mother's. Every lady here who is not breastfeeding, your, your, breast, is, your breast is dry. If milk is, something is coming out, there's something wrong. There's a problem. If milk is coming when you are not pregnant, it's a problem. Or blood, very serious problem. Nothing should be coming. It's when you are pregnant, God gives you power to have milk. So you have the power to feed. So that's why you become dry. Yesterday, somebody sent me a picture of one of my pigs. It has become, it looks even like a dog. It has become so lean from the hamatan. I, I thought it was a dog. It, you know, pigs are round. It has become straight. I said, I have not seen a pig like this before. And some of you, instead of being round, you become slim like this. Because you don't listen to podcasts, you don't listen to messages. You become like a slim pig. Today marks the end of missing out on your father's feeding power over your life. After our church on Sunday, you must have the message and be plain. You cannot pass a week without listening to the Sunday's preaching again. Just leave it on because you see it is long and it is like just talking. But you see, you remember things you never asked as if you, did, as if you were not in church. Say, ah, but I didn't hear this part. Is it not true? How many here are having a podcast to listen? Every time you must be soaking it in. What a blessing to you. It's a power to feed. 
That's why when I can sit down and listen to certain people when they are preaching, ha! It's like it's never finishing. You don't want it to finish. You'll be reading the book and you'll be saying it's getting too fast to the end. (laughs) So today, you'll never grow lean anymore spiritually. Yes. God is blessing you. What are the seven powers that your father has over your life? Number one is what? He has a power to power to do what? To be a stepping stone to make you rise. Your father can cause you to rise. Number two, a father can cause you to fall, isn't it? The same person. Number three, to speak a curse. Go and ask Ham. We don't even have to go and ask Ham. We are the Hams. We are the Hams. Number four, to bless you. Go and ask Israel. Yes. Hey, when you next time you are in Israel, look, sit by the window. Sit by the window when you are going to Israel and look out of the window and you see Tel Aviv. It's like you are looking at New York City. You can't even believe it. High tech city. And Tel Aviv is the old in the Bible when we read Joppa, Jaffa, Joppa. That is Tel Aviv. Yeah. Number five. He has a supernatural power to what? To know what is right. Don't you agree? When a little child, your father says, do this, do this. Is it not right? Rarely is it wrong. Rarely is it wrong. Very rarely is it wrong. (laughs) And number six. Supernatural power to do what? To protect. Yes. Under thy wings. How many want the protection of your father? Do you know that that is one area that few people ever have? Because people are not open. So they don't get that protection. It's true. Yes. One day somebody came, shared something with me. And I immediately said, start this treatment now. You will not be able to have a child in three years time. And I I mean, start now. Do this, 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 this. And the person has their children. Yes. But it was because I knew. When I saw, I said, oh no. This one is going to become this. Let's do this now, otherwise you you will be struggling. But if you are not open, you can never know. So the care that you would have had, you don't have. And the last one, the power to feed. Feed. And you will notice, when your father is feeding you, or your mother's breast milk, that's what they want. They don't want SMA. Do they still make SMA? Is it? Lactogen. Yeah. Lift your hands. May the blessing. Listen, put your hands down. Do you hear me blessing you every Sunday? Yes. That's, the, that's the power of a father. Yes. That's what I'm using. Every Sunday, I bless you. Yes. Every Sunday, I bless you. Yes. Or you've not noticed it. I didn't used to do that before some years ago. You don't hear that on the, on the preaching, but now you hear blessings. Even the prayers are like blessings. Yes. Blessings. That's the power of a father. Stand to your feet.
Father, thank you for your power that is working, your healing that is working. We love you. We praise you for the powers of a father that are released in our lives. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you honor. Bless every hand that is lifted up to be delivered from the folly of dishonoring fathers. Grant us the grace to get most out of the fathers God has given to us. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Look at me for a moment, please. You know, I want to say something. If I'm prosperous today, I think that most of the blessing came through the family, not work. When I say the family, like, my father made me go to school. Yes, he made me do certain things. And I got certain things. Yes, it may be small. It may look at it, but without that, I will not I will not be. If I was not a doctor, my preaching would be different. It's true. So watch out. Your father may be the greatest source. All your work may not amount to much. What your father will do for you may be more. Don't say, Oh, my father is a poor man, so this preaching does not apply. No, we are not talking about that. Don't be silly. Who said that? Is he standing by you? Is in the choir? They didn't come today. But I heard it. I heard somebody saying that the father is a poor man. Okay. Whatever is due you through the fathers God has given you, may you receive it. May you not be one of the children who does not inherit from his father. Whether spiritual blessings, biological blessings, financial blessings, may you not be one of the children who is excluded. In the name of Jesus. May you live to enjoy the power of a father over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you thanks and praise for what you have done in our lives today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you, but you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to be born again. If you are here like that, then raise up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. God bless you. God, I see your hand. I see your hand. Come to me if you've lifted your hand from where you are. Come all the way. up and I want to pray with you. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I humble myself. I ask you to wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please write my name
in the book of life. I am a sinner. I don't know you, but today I want to know you. Come into my life. Change me, Lord Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I'm going to give you one of my books. Hello? 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 I'm giving you one of my books as a gift. When we close, come to this corner here. It says Salvation Corner where they are waving their hands. And we are going to pray with you again before you go home. Okay? God bless you. You may be seated. And it's time for Holy Communion. Now, take your bread, everybody. Take your bread. Lebanese bread or I don't know what you call it and living bread but that is the kind of bread they eat in the Middle East so when I was in Beirut they told us that we are going to have a feast but not knowing that the feast was this type of bread with some small small vegetables you get it so this is the type of bread that Jesus broke and he said take this is my body which is broken for you so they tear it they tear it Jesus body was torn apart for me and for you father as we come before your table thank you for power that comes into our life through the broken body of Jesus Christ father whatever is broken in us because you were broken we shall be repaired the big things you receive for us lord because of those beatings we are delivered in the name of Jesus Christ from pain that we should not bear anymore in this life let pain go out of your life and let brokenness go out of your life the body of Jesus Christ
out the blood. Jesus said to his disciples, if you being evil, you being what? Evil. We are evil. If the disciples were evil, then what about us? More evil after 2,000 years, more evil. Today, there's good news. By this blood, your mistakes, your sins, your wretchedness, my wretchedness and my evil is being washed by the blood. You'll be able to stand in the presence of God. You'll be able to stand and face devils and demon powers because of this blood that has made you a new person. The blood of Jesus Christ. face to shine on you. May you shine brighter and brighter. May your life change levels in 2020. May your financial life change levels in 2020. May your spiritual life change levels in 2020. May you answer the call of God in 2020. May you cause many people to turn to righteousness in 2020. They will call for you in 2020. What you are not seeking for will be added to you in 2020. I declare this blessing over your life. Every journey which is to end in bloodshed because of the blood of Jesus which you have received today. Number one, you will not be on that journey. Number two, if you are on the journey, you will be exempted from every death. In the name of Jesus, every plane, car, or bus that is earmarked for death, by the blessing of the Lord, you are escaping from that car. In the name of Jesus, every medical diagnosis, negative diagnosis against you I come against it now in Jesus name throughout 2020 you will be declared healthy and happy in the name of Jesus whatever takes away your joy that started in 2019 and is trying to continue into 2020 I say to you by the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, stop where you are in Jesus' name. Every 2019 problem cannot continue into 2020 in Jesus' name. Lift your hand and thank God that the problems of 2019 cannot, I say they cannot continue into 2020 in the name of Jesus Christ. Any coffin that is being made now for you to go and sleep in that coffin. I say and declare the coffin that you will sleep in has not been made and will not be made for a long time to come. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. The blessing of the Lord rest on you. The blessing of the Lord rest on your family. 
The blessing of the Lord rests on your house. Any armed robber who has targeted you, targeted your family, earmark your house and your life for destruction. I curse that armed robber where he is right now in Jesus' name. It will never happen. It's impossible. It is impossible for you to be attacked this year in Jesus' name. Whatever the government cannot do, cannot provide security for you. Receive angelic security right now. Receive angelic security in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody shouted your loudest amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more messages, videos, information on upcoming events, and so much more. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.